Hello, lifers. This is Heather Drew, and this is the Life in the Whirlwind podcast. Today's a very special day. You all know that. Uh, I have an announcement. It is not as exciting of an announcement as I wanted it to be, but it will do. Uh, I just need you to keep saving the date for Saturday, January 6th. Um, probably afternoon for several hours, like three hours or so. It's something like one to four. I have to solidify a location. That's all that is waiting. But um, I'm going to be leading a, a several hour long retreat, basically, that involves the body, the mind, the soul. And it's going to be great. I can't wait. And uh, to survive these long winter days, it's going to be very important that we have some practices set in place. Am I right? So stay tuned. Continue to save the date, Saturday, January 6th. And uh, those of you who are in the Philadelphia area will get to enjoy this if you'd like. And it will be very low cost. So that's that. Okay, so today is episode 52, and this episode is called A Lot Can Happen in 52 Weeks. <laughs> so why did I start this podcast a year ago? I started it because um, a certain man was elected into office, and I felt like the world needed a little more beauty. And that was a big part of it, to be honest. I was encouraged by many friends who knew me well to start cultivating and practicing more creativity around, you know, spiritual practices, thoughts, ideas that I have. And so I did. I thought, okay, you know what? I have nothing to lose here. The worst that can happen is it will just totally flop or I will run out of energy to do it and I won't do it anymore. It'll be a short-term thing, worst case scenario. Lo and behold, uh, here we are a year later and um, it has, I've discovered things that I would really like to tell you about. Uh, it has kept this podcast has kept my soul alive and flourishing in a way that I could not have anticipated. And I love inviting you to keep your soul alive and flourishing as well. So I want to tell you a little bit about what this podcast has meant to me. What's interesting is I went back. I don't usually listen to these after I make them and post them. I usually just let them sort of exist out there in the ether, but I actually went back this past week and listened to the first ever episode, and it was really, really interesting. Uh, if you are a fan of this and a regular listener, it might be interesting to go back and listen to the first one, the very first episode. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty lovely to hear it at this point. I, I couldn't help but think to myself, man, that person who's talking on that episode had no idea the impact that this would have on her. 
and so many others. So, you know, I don't want to blow this out of proportion, but it is very, it's very special. It's very sacred and, uh, it's meant the world to me that you've come along for the journey. So, uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I've learned in these episodes, these 52 episodes, 51. Now I'm telling you in the 52nd episode, what this is all meant to me. First thing, showing up is hard. (laughs) So often my natural tendency is to close up, withdraw, hide, run. It's sort of this, you know, this is my manifestation of my surface self. It just feels like this part of me wants to become small. And it's not my true self, certainly. Um, But showing up is really hard. Uh, Doing this every single week is really hard because I'm very vulnerable. Here I am recording these episodes, uh, totally raw, no editing. And, you know, I have these moments of doubt, like, am I going to sound repetitive? Oh my gosh, how many times have I already talked about this particular thing? Did I repeat myself? I don't remember if I've said this before. Is this strange? Am I totally out there? Are people going to understand this? Does this make any sense? Is this educated? You know, all these various things, like so many questions, so many doubts, and it would be so much easier, easier to hide. And I have learned through showing up, even though it's hard, that it is totally worth it. Because by showing up, I've gotten really good at showing up. (laughs) The practice of showing up has taught me how to show up. And I really don't care so much anymore. These questions that I have of self-doubt, you know, these, am I being repetitive? This is crazy, strange. Um, they just don't show up as often. Like they just, those questions don't appear in my mind as often. I kind of am just thinking, you know, this is what it needs to be today. Like this is where I am today and I've promised to be my authentic self. And so I'm just going to show up and see what happens. And there's a lot of power in that authenticity. And there's a lot of power in continuing to do that. Uh, oh gosh, I, one of the best compliments I probably got this year was from, it sort of came from a person who listens to these every week. It sort of came from this person's experience of the podcast, but this is the compliment that I received. Your most obvious gift is your authenticity, your integrity. You are the same no matter where you are or what you're doing. That is a gift. And, and, um, you know, I have all these roles in life, like so many roles and this podcast has enabled me to sort of, um, be the same person in every one of those roles to sort of remember the value and the integrity of showing up exactly as I am in all of these different roles and not having to put on these personas or facades or surface selves, because it's just not necessary, you know? It's just not serving any purpose, really. It might keep me quote-unquote safe as far as not receiving 
criticism or whatever, but really practicing being my true self. I have come to a place of more immunity against criticism that is unjust and unfounded. So I hope the same for you through listening to these. I hope that that infiltrates your interior castle, as it were. Um, let's see. <laughs> what else? You know, what's interesting about this showing up business is every time I do an episode, more and more, I hit the stop button and I sort of hear this increasingly quiet, increasing, increasingly louder, but very quiet still, voice in the back of my heart that says, keep doing it. It's doing something. You're doing something here. So I listen to that and I keep going and I keep showing up. Very powerful. It's a cool experience. Um, here's the second lesson that's connected to this. Showing up, even though it's hard, maybe even because it's hard, gives other people permission to show up. That means you. Uh, this past week, one listener told me this. Your entire way of being is endlessly giving permission to others' ways of being. Your entire way of being is endlessly giving permission to others' ways of being. True self gives permission to others' true selves. Um, it's amazing. It's this self-generating, uh, self-perpetuating unity of, you know, true selves showing up, giving each other permission to be themselves, be ourselves in the world authentically. It always surprises me when what I'm trying to do actually works, but apparently this is working, uh, which is just really amazing to me. And authenticity can be a very lonely place. I speak from a lot of experience. Authenticity is, can be a really lonely place. It can be, it's, it's many things, but it is lonely. Um, so we need each other. We who are trying and working really hard to live authentically, we need each other to show up and give each other permission. So I have so much love and respect for all of you because you are working just as hard as I am to show up and, uh, continue to give others permission as well. So even though I've not met many of you, apparently you keep coming back and it means that there's a voice in you too that says you are worth seeing and you are worth the showing up. You are worth that cost and that work. And so is uh, the rest of the world around you who's paying attention and witnessing that. A uh, third thing that I've learned from this podcast this year. I have come awake and alive in ways that I could have never predicted. Um, a lot has happened this year. I've had some really, really hard days this year. Uh, and overall, in large part due to aforementioned points about showing up and giving you all permission to show up and sort of entering into this process. Um, I've never felt more alive. It's really hard. And I've also never felt more alive. That is a true mystery to me. Uh, 
it's not just because of the actual creating of this podcast that's made that true that, you know, I've come more alive and awake, though that is definitely part of it. It's sort of like if I'm, it's this reality that if I'm saying these things and I'm inviting you into these things, I better be doing them myself. So all of the ways that I ask you to, you know, practice life and flourishing, I am regularly practicing them myself because I've asked you to. And so it's like worldwide accountability to live my life more fully with my eyes open. And so every hard day that has come, I have entered into this invitation for myself that I've already given you or that I'm about to give you. And there's some amazing aliveness and awakeness that exists in that space. Um, if I were just here talking on this side of the microphone and I were inviting you to things and I were blessing you with things, it would just kind of fall flat. But there is a weird, crazy, mysterious, glorious, beautiful exchange happening um, both within me and between you and me. It's a beautiful thing. So that's uh, the third point. Fourth point I want to share with you is what about what this has done is I haven't just come alive and awake. I've developed. I have expanded. Uh, consciousness, transformation, all this is, you know, a lot of expansion has occurred. Um, part of that is that when I have an idea, you, if you know me, you know this is true. When I have an idea, I can't just leave something at an idea. I read a lot, in case you haven't noticed. It's not to show off, I just really like reading. Um, I just really love ideas and books and people's opinions and exchange of ideas and this sort of like in-between people process. Um, it's a beautiful thing and I can't leave something at just an idea. So when I get an idea, I read and I listen to stuff and I dig and I dig and I dig and that opens me up and it changes me and it transforms me. But when it's just me doing that digging and I'm not sharing it with anyone, oh my gosh, it's totally different. It is completely different. When I get to share it with you, it is, uh, you know, it's more dynamic. It's, uh, there's something more happening. It's really lovely. Mm, I'm just thinking about it, thinking how wonderful it is. <laughs> I can't, I I can't tell you how much affection I have for this process. Uh, okay, so that's the... Let's see, what point was that? Four? Number four? One, two, three, four, yeah. So number five is this. What Another thing that I've noticed is that things that previously, before I started doing this, things that were previously stuck at an intuitive level have become more crystallized, realized and manifested. So I am a very intuitive person. I think a lot of you are very intuitive and I think that's part of why we enjoy each other. Uh, what's interesting about intuition is that it's a sort of felt wisdom. 
but it is hard sometimes to crystallize such insights and wisdom into something you can touch, observe, you know, feel with, you know, in the outside world, outside of yourself. So, you know, you all have walked virtually or realistically, you've walked through quite a year with me and I have known grief intimately this year and I've learned so much about what growth is and what it means and requires and how it looks like stepping into vacant spaces that no one else is filling and I realized more than ever what it means to live life in the physical body. That is true. Um, and I've realized, maybe more than any of these other things, sometimes longing needs to be crystallized and realized. And sometimes longing needs to be uh, something that cultivates a creative energy that manifests itself in the world in a different way. What, what on earth am I talking about? Okay, let me make this more realistic. So, um, something I've noticed is that sometimes my longings are meant to be fulfilled. Like, oh, I have this desire. I have this yearning to like, think about this thing or share this thing or experience it and feel it in my body or my soul or whatever. Um, and sometimes that's not possible. And so when it's not possible, what I have noticed is that it becomes, when it stays inside, when a yearning or a longing stays inside, it becomes this incredible creative energy. It becomes this very mm, fertile ground, should I say. It's, it's a very deeply creative space. And sometimes what that crystallizes and what that comes out as in my life is so lovely, profound, and uh, for others, not for myself. It's really beautiful. And it's for real human life, not for some machine or system that I'm part of. And that's a really cool thing. You know, sometimes, you know, when we have unfulfilled longing, sometimes we get annoyed and frustrated and have lots of questions about like, well, this isn't fair. I want to be able to do this. Fine. Yeah. Um, but sitting with this has created, so sitting with some of these things and still being allowed to pay attention to them and listening to them and knowing that I can uh, allow that to fill me up with creativity and use it in this podcast is pretty promising. It's pretty beautiful. Uh, so thanks for receiving that. And really, it's a gift to be able to use that for real human life <laughs> in a lot of ways, you know, to put myself out there and know that I don't have to be perfect. There's so much freedom in this just to be sort of being creative in your direction with you. And we both get to enjoy it. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool uh, opportunity. So that's that. Uh, and last but not least, here's something else that I've learned this year. We are all connected. 
I can't tell you how many times I've gotten emails where people tell me that I've said something that they were thinking just that morning or that is sort of crystallized for them very recently. And this increases more and more over time where these, you know, overlaps play out. Um, And that, you know, I realize that if I don't have the courage to say these things, perhaps you will not either. And uh, because we're, we sort of had this solidarity, we can experience these things together and we can be connected and, and it emboldens us, you know, the, this unity, this connection emboldens us to be alive and flourishing in the world. Um, I had a listener say, I've never had so much courage to be this alive. (laughs) So Jesus, who you all know, I'm a big fan of, he says very clearly, I have come to give you life and I've come to give it to you to the full, to its fullest. I have come to give you life to its fullest potential, basically. And he's not talking about life after death. He's talking about life before death and that it's not an isolation, but it's connected. And, uh, you know, I use this word generative. Generative just means like a like a fertile, luscious, creative flow, uh, this potential for expansion. That's what generative means. It means the ability to, you know, expand and grow. So yeah, we're all connected and we're all doing that together, which is exciting. And, uh, we wouldn't have that were it not for this lovely microphone and computer and worldwide interwebs. It's exciting stuff. It's cool stuff that we get to take part in. So those are just a few things I've learned. Uh, More than anything, I know this sounds probably crazy on a lot of levels, but you are special to me. You are this group of people who, even though many of us don't know each other, know each other, we still know each other, you know, um, we get each other, we share so many things in common, um, we, there are so many things we don't share in common, but we keep sort of pressing each other forward and pulling each other forward in ways that make us better and fuller and more alive. And that's, what more can you ask for than being fully alive in this life, you know? Uh, Let's all aim toward that as much as we possibly can. (laughs) So here's my invitation. Perfect timing. Here's my invitation to you this week, this 50-second invitation. Keep showing up, my friends. This life is for the living. So please don't hide. Don't diminish yourself. Keep taking part in what I call non-reductive emergence. This, you know, these old places that you've been before are too small for you now. Uh, You need to not reduce yourself, but keep emerging. Keep expanding. 
and connecting yourself to those around you. And keep participating in this generative practice of life and uh, in both stillness and the attunement that that brings and the ability to listen to the inner voice that that brings. May you also have the courage to be outwardly who you are. I'm going to read you for our blessing this week. Uh, I came upon a very lovely book. Sorry to add to your list. Try not to uh, punch me in the face. Uh, there's a book called The Way of Rest, Finding the Courage to Hold Everything in Love by Jeff Foster. The Way of Rest. And I bought this uh, having seen one of his poems before, and it was really lovely. But I want, as our blessing this week, I want to read to you this poem called Dare. Today, dare to allow yourself to be seen. Dare to tell the truth. Dare to stop pretending. Dare to stay present to the secret fire that burns inside. Dare to be wildly inconsistent. Dare to let another in. Dare to let go of the image. Dare to not be prepared. Dare to give everything for the awakening of love. Dare to fail. Dare to mess everything up. Dare to fall to the ground, humbled again, laughing. Dare to not know how to dare. Dare to dream and let dreams die. Dare to honor the past, but not cling to it. Dare to give an honest yes and an honest no. Dare to be wrong. Dare to be right. Dare to be real. Dare to be here today. Thank you for an amazing year my friends. I can't wait to keep going with you. Please feel free to send me your emails at lifeinthewhirlwind at gmail.com, letting me know what this has meant to you these last 52 weeks. What would you like to see more of? What would you like to see less of? Tell me your thoughts, please. Uh, dare to tell me those thoughts. And uh, until next week, so much love to you, my friends. Thank you for showing up today for this one-year anniversary. Take great care.